to another gathering of the Gold Key Adventurers Society. Have a seat by the fire as we prepare to help you unlock the secrets of the travel life. From theme park thrills to Purple Mountain's majesty, we want to see it all and do it all, and we want to help you do the same. We all have those bucket list trips, once-in-a-lifetime destinations that we'll get to someday. We're here to help you make your travel dreams a reality. Buy the ticket, take the trip. Where do you want to go? Come on, come on, come on, now tell me what's on your bucket list. Okay, hey, okay, hey, it's a beautiful day. Okay, hey, okay, hey, it's a beautiful day. Holidays. This week, we're taking a look at the holiday season as celebrated at that other park down the road, Universal Orlando Resort. But first, travel news, including trams are back in Magic Kingdom, how to live like Kevin McAllister for a day, and more travel tweets. Feast on who pudding and rare who roast beast. It's time to hit the trail with the Gold Key Adventurer Society. Welcome back to another meeting of the Gold Key Adventurer Society. My name is Dan Leonard, and joining me this week in the studio is Heather Strait. Hello! And Mr. Jeff William. That is my name. Do not wear it out. (laughs) (laughs) Did you see that they gave him a radio show for one day only last week? No. Pee-wee. Pee-wee had a radio show? Pee-wee Herman. Yeah. Oh, I would have listened to that. You can on their website, I think, through the end of this week. Who who did it? KCRW? It's not for sale, Francis. God, I love every time. I was hoping you would bust that out. I love them so much. Anyway, we're changing the direction of this show. All peewee all the time. I like it. We can rewatch episodes of The Playhouse and recap. Well, our peewee-centric show, as always, is brought to you by Key to the World Travel. Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency specializing in theme parks, cruising, and destinations around the world. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com for more details. And a no obligation quote on the vacation of a lifetime. Guys, how the heck are you? So good. So great. Just so, so good. So good. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like it's been like a week or two at least since I've talked to you. Yeah. It feels like probably. it's been at least two days, mm-hmm. two nights. Something like that. Yeah. I told Wyatt that I was recording a podcast. And he said, Why were you talking to my son? No, my son, right? <laughs> no, I we have both have Wyatt's. Huh. Wait, you have a son, Wyatt? I do. Yeah, me too. You jerk stole my baby name. <laughs> you know, good and well. Kendra stole that from me. Yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> I told him I had to record tonight after Cub Scouts. He was like, why are you recording again this week? Isn't that like three nights? Anyway. Yeah, well, it's the most wonderful time of the year. And we're going to explore the enchanting Grinch-tastic holiday offerings at Universal Orlando Resort. But first, as always, is the travel news, starting with a look at how you can enjoy Christmas just like the McAllister family. You filthy animal. I am ah! so excited about this opportunity that I'm winning it. You, you can live out your Home Alone fantasies in the actual Home Alone house. And the best part is you get to set booby traps, eat junk food, <laughs> and play with a tarantula. Oh, and Buzz himself is going to be the host. Yes. Of the evening. <laughs> Buzz, yeah. your girlfriend. <laughs> So it seems that the house is always operated as a rental and uh, it's going to be up on Airbnb. Uh, I'm not sure. Actually, it it doesn't specify if it's always on Airbnb. Is this something that you could always Yeah, it was hard to tell from the articles. I've seen two or three different ones and none of them make that very clear. Yeah, but it says that the rental agent is offering up this opportunity for people to win 
a stay for four lucky people, and that stay will happen on December 12th, but bookings for the property will go live on December 7th, which will be the day that this recording comes out, so perfect timing. The stay will only cost $25, and guests will be responsible for their travel to and from Chicago, but they're doing this as a fundraiser for a children's hospital in Chicago, so Airbnb is going to make a donation to this hospital and I was going to say, are they donating $25? Well, they seem to be donating more, but <laughs> the, whoever wins this one night stay will only have to pay $25. That's just. And awesome. they also have to cover their own medical bills after the paint can to the face. <laughs> yes. <laughs> goes awry. That is one heck of an ex- escape room challenge. And there. looking at the decorations it appears that the house has been completely redone so that every room is christmas themed like every single room has wallpaper and furnishings that are all red green and white yeah i'm trying to look at the rest of the pictures but i can't get past this first picture of the entry foyer with the (laughs) staircase what is going on with that wallpaper it is crazy busy bright red and green wallpaper and i don't there's a red runner the on the stairs <laughs> extra in the way that the kids these days or the kids of 10 years ago use the words extra but that's what <laughs> the it kids is today yeah <laughs> these young whippersnappers <laughs> if you I scroll so. through all the photos every single room is red green and white from the wallpaper yeah. to the furnishings to the curtains all of it was it like that in the movie? No. No. <laughs> okay. I mean, it was decorated for Christmas, but it didn't have red, white, and green wallpaper on every wall. No. Yeah. That's I cool. wonder if the basement has a terrifying animatronic furnace. Oh, furnace. That would be yeah. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> <Your soul. laughs> yeah. Yes. The That's guests, a beautiful home. Guests will have a chance oh. to set their own booby traps, have a casual meet and greet with a real life tarantula, and of course, watch no, the entire film franchise as well as the newest holiday adventure in the series, Home Sweet Home Alone. No, thank you. Is that the yeah. Disney Plus one? Yeah. Yes, it is. Has anyone seen it? Is it good? I haven't watched it yet. I have not watched it, but from what I've heard about it, I'm not interested. <laughs> I never they've, saw they've... the fourth one that had a different kid, Alex Lenz or whoever that From what I uh, understand, the kid is a jerk, and the people who are trying to break into the house are actually lovely people. Or at least that's what I got. From oh, way to flip the script. Oh. Yeah, man. So he's gotta... just a narcissist. Interesting. And we all learn a lesson in the end. But what's more important is they specifically say that you get to dine on 90s junk food. Yes. Which sounds wonderful to me because snacks in the 90s were, at least my brain remembers them as being pretty awesome compared to what I can get today. I don't remember what they were. I don't remember a lot of the 90s. (laughs) Why is that, Jeff? Well, in 1991, I turned 21. Oh, that'll do it. That will do it. So looking through the Airbnb listing, it appears that it is full-time operated as a rental property now. They've gone full home alone in their redo, and they're making money off of renting it all the time. And this is just a... Sort of a, a launch to that. Uh, what's the maximum number what? of guests you can have under normal circumstances? Under normal circumstances, it doesn't have that listed yet. The listing is just right now talking about this, this special, and it's only four guests. Mm. 
I was also curious about the normal price per night because I imagine it's more than twenty five dollars. Oh, it's I'm, be at least I'm 40. sure. <laughs> and they want to make sure you understand that you have to clean up after yourself. What? <laughs> clean up the tar and paint and feathers and hair and scorch on the but floor. There is free parking, <laughs> Wi Fi, and breakfast the next morning. So mm. oh, it looks pretty Wi-Fi, cool. Wi Fi. That's not very authentic, <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't think if Kevin had Wi-Fi, that would have solved a lot of his problems. He could have just FaceTimed with his mom and told her that he was yeah. okay. And then we don't have movies. Such a good movie, though. It holds up. It really does. I, it's my one of my favorite holiday movies. I think I fell asleep on the couch with it on just a night or two ago. <laughs> it's my second favorite behind Baby's Day Out. Oh, no. Really? <laughs> Which I actually have watched a bunch of times. I'm not proud. We all have we all have that movie. Everyone has guilty pleasures. Every single one yeah. of Kendra's favorite movies is a guilty pleasure. <laughs> They're all diamonds in the Yes, rock. my sister has terrible taste in movies. I do not I do not endorse this statement. <laughs> Sweet wife of my my <laughs> life partner, <laughs> the person I've chosen to spend eternity with. I do not agree eternity? with her sister, wow. just to be clear. Well, you know. That's a lot, Dan. I've covered all my bases. Uh, well, speaking of covering all the bases, and this is why we can't have nice things. Yeah. I was. I, I thought that we were done speaking about, it's been a while since we talked about COVID protocols. Yeah. And now, now we've got a slightly wrench thrown into the works. About a month ago, they changed the requirements for testing to return to the U.S. to vaccinated people kept the same requirements you have to have a test within three days of returning to the u.s unvaccinated people had to have a negative test within 24 hours but now thanks to omicron everyone is going to have to have a negative test yes i'm just waiting for when we can all say look anybody who wants to get vaccinated can get vaccinated and we're just gonna go on with our life but for now the media keeps freaking out about every new variant and mutation and whatnot so there it's expected that on december 2nd president biden's going to announce that air travelers returning to the united states even if you're vaccinated will have to have a negative test result within 24 hours which quite frankly is not that big a deal almost anywhere you can go you can get a rapid antigen test now and actually what i recommend is it we know this is coming and we know it's going to happen. So if you have a trip out of the country planned, go ahead right now and go online and order a Binax Now at-home COVID testing kit that includes the telehealth option and get it before you leave and pack it, take it with you. Because it's a test that takes 15 minutes to get a result and it's it's valid for testing to return oh. to the United States because you schedule an online consult with a teledoc and they watch you take it. You Dan show is them holding one up right now. Yes. You show them your results and then they email you the official results that you can show to check in for your flight. And I have, we actually have a supply of those Binex now tests here. <laughs> You've got a big stack. Yes. Of them. I have a huge stack of them in my bathroom because whenever one of my kids comes home with a cold, 
we take a test just to make sure. When I've ordered them from Walgreens, they're about $24 for two. But I discovered today that you can get the same two tests from Amazon for $12.99. Shit, Joe, now. Yeah. That's cheaper. I it think is cheaper. Yeah. I think now, we got them somewhere I, right in between. We ordered them from Walmart and we got them today mm-hmm. delivered to our house in like two hours. And I think they're like 15 bucks. Yeah. Now the difference they're getting is scarce the, everywhere else. They so. are. That's true. The difference is that the one that comes with the telehealth visit is usually a little bit more expensive and you have to get that version in order to, for it to be valid to come back into the United States. And those are a little trickier to find. I found them today for delivery within one to two business days, but they were from OptumRx. I I didn't find the telehealth ones from Walgreens or CVS, but you can find them. And those are valid for returning to the U.S. Um, The difference is that you're paying a little extra for the visit with an online doc who watches you to make sure that you test correctly and you you show them your ID to verify who you are, and then they send you an email with your results, and you can show that email to board the plane. Um, and they're really easy to use. I actually, part of the reason that we have a stack of them is three between three and five days after I return from a trip, I go ahead and take one just to be sure. I'm vaccinated and boosted. You never know, and people who are vaccinated have, if you get a breakthrough case, you're more likely to not show any symptoms, so I just do that. Just to, it does to not sure. come up on Amazon. Oh, interesting. I'll have to send all. the telehealth one. None of them. Oh, I, I did have, I found the non-telehealth ones on Amazon today for cheaper. And I actually, I ordered a couple more because I just took some last week when I came back from KeyCon, I, I used one. And every time I we use one, I go and order another one so that we're, <laughs> we always have them to avoid the situation we had about. Uh, a couple of months ago, my son came home with a with bad cold symptoms and waited until about six o'clock at night to tell me that he wasn't feeling well. And it was too late to get him a test anywhere. Everywhere was closed and I couldn't get one of the at home tests. So I ended up. Yeah, I was to- running around looking for at home tests and all of the pharmacists I asked were pissed at me. They're like, yes. I'm tired of they hearing people ask it. for these tests. There was a shortage. But shouldn't you be glad that people are being responsible and want to test? Well, exactly. But- and so what I ended up having to do, we took him to our airport at six o'clock in the morning, the next morning before school to get him a test. And it cost like 75 bucks, but they threw in a free flu test. So I knew that he did not have COVID or the flu, just a cold. But anyway, now I keep a stack of them around just in case. And they're super easy to use. And they show you the result in 15 minutes. So it's Hmm. honestly not that big a deal. I think it's going to scare people a little bit uh, from from traveling internationally. But really, there are easy ways to get the Well, also, most resorts, like if you're going to Mexico, like... We both are in next week, yep. and then I am the following week. They've been testing you within three days of your departure anyway at the resorts, and yes. now they will do it within 24 hours. So. Yeah, and, and those... they use these rapid tests, which are still good for the U.S. I think Canada, you have to have a PCR test mm-hmm. within 24 hours to get back yes. in. So that, that could actually prove pretty difficult. And those these resorts are used to it, and actually it's been a month now that they've been having to give unvaccinated Americans a test within 24 hours. So they're set up for this anyway. And a lot of destinations They've got your negative are... tests already printed out, ready to hand you. <laughs> exactly. And if you're traveling, here's what I find is interesting. If you're traveling on a cruise that leaves from a U.S. port and returns to a U.S. port, 
you don't have to have that. I just did that last month and we left the country, but we didn't have to have that test to come back in because we left. That's from- annoying. Well, because I'm going to leave from an airport and leave the country yeah. and come back to that airport. How is I, that any different? I suspect it's because the cruise lines have to test everybody before you get on the ship anyway. And mm. almost all of the cruise lines are requiring everyone on board be vaccinated. So I think that's why it, yeah. it doesn't apply. Because you have had that test. I'm actually doing a big out-of-the-country trip at the end of January. and that Oh, involves really? Where are you going? Antarctica, actually. Really? And that, that's on an expedition cruise, and the cruise line is going to test us all on the ship as we're returned to Argentina so that we have the, the test results within 24 hours to get on the plane to come back to the U.S. So travel suppliers are aware of these rules and they're they're making it easy for travelers to to get the test so and if you're doing what you should be doing and getting tested before you leave and getting vaccinated then you don't really have anything to worry about anyway yeah but, weird how they've been telling us all along what yeah, we need to do and right? uh, maybe we should be listening well like i said this is why we can't have nice things the good news is you know you don't necessarily need to be scared off of traveling internationally because of these new rules but if you are we got a great reason for why you should go back to the magic kingdom sorry disneyland but walt disney world is getting their trams back (gasps) boom that's so exciting i didn't know anyone was missing these things where are they coming back to first dan magic kingdom park at walt disney world coming back just later this month and the rest of Walt Disney World will be getting their trams throughout 2022 but there was no announcement about Disneyland the Magic Kingdom is really the only one that super needs it oh man I thought Disneyland already got the trams back I thought they were still complaining about not having them maybe they did get the trams no they announced it they're not back yet they announced that they're coming back they just didn't give us a date i think they're coming back in 22 like Mm. january oh yeah you know i think you're right because i know we talked about it and dan you made a comment (laughs) about the disneyland fans could stop complaining (laughs) oh that's right i did remember i did talk shit about the disneyland fans i think i I do remember (laughs) now that we didn't know an exact date just that they were coming back i pulled a jeff there yes you did that's exciting is there anything else that we need to Everybody say about Everybody should trains? pull a Jeff every now and then. <laughs> Do a, a public service for Jeffs everywhere? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Gross. I think we've sufficiently covered that story. I think so. Trams have, are back. Do we have another two minutes about trams? Nope. Should we investigate the origins of the word again? Yes. <laughs> it's short for transportation. That joke is just as good the second time yes, around. Yes, it is. <laughs> it hits every time. Well, it's a real banger. Yeah. Well, I got to be honest. I was a little surprised when Heather sent me this next story. I was looking at, I didn't read the story, but looking at the picture and looking at the headline, I was thinking, ah. you know, there's way too much rugged outdoor adventure, camping and red rocks in this story for two thirds of the people on this screen. It doesn't always have to be, though. That's the point of this, Dan. <sighs> I should have read the story. You should have read it. <laughs> So, I wish I could now. Would you pay somewhere between $15,000 yeah, $30,000 for a mystery travel experience that is basically this luxury travel company called Black Tomato? And they take you and they don't tell you where you're going. They give you some basics about 
what you need to have, you know, all, the only thing you'll have with you is what you can carry in a backpack. And they take no. you and have you get lost on purpose in a place of their choosing. So basically dangerous places could be, you never know. You can like look the gallery and mall. So you can look through their <laughs> offerings on their site and you can see they'll give you different types of adventures. So they could say it could be, you could choose a polar climate or a jungle or a desert or a mountain or a coastal region. You pick just that. And then they take you somewhere and drop you off with no directions, no information about where you are. And you just have to wander. And they have a security team that follows you at a distance so that you don't see them, but they're making sure that you don't get robbed. You don't get mugged. You don't, you know, you're not murdered. But they want you to, they want you to just get lost in a new place and explore the culture and your surroundings and purposely get lost. And do you have money and a place to sleep? Yes. And along the way, they give you some geo clues to follow. So they'll give you some training sessions in the beginning to, to acclimate you to whatever type of environment you're going to. And they'll make sure that you're equipped for that environment, but then you just go get lost. And Hmm. so one of the ones that, that kind of like amazing race. Yeah, sort of. It sounds like something Dan would like. Yeah, I'm 100% into this. And then I got lost in their website looking at some of the other experiences they have. But yeah, get I want to get lost. Oh, I wish mean, you would. Yeah. Well, I mean, one of the I'll one come that back. They... I promise, Kendra, I'll come back. <laughs> the one that they mention in this, in this article specifically is where they took some people to the Atlas Mountains of Morocco. And they just drop you off. And yeah. then you're alone on foot. And... Uh, Holy crap. Yeah. And they where give I you would like... Stay? Right at the bottom of that mountain. <laughs> they'll give you like, <laughs> they'll leave you in the, so the writer who's talking about this actually did one of these experiences and they left him in a valley in these mountains in Morocco and they gave him two days to get to a, the next rendezvous point, which was 18 miles away. And he basically had to just find his way there. And then once you get there, you have a next, the next point to get to until you're is done so it could cost you anywhere from fifteen thousand dollars up to thirty thousand dollars it's like if you paid to be on the amazing race instead of them yeah paying you when you win without being forced to eat disgusting crap (laughs) some of them that that will take you into the maasai mara national reserve in kenya amongst all the animals and presumably follow you with some armed people who can shoot the lions if they try to get you Oh, this is, yeah, this is amazing. Uh, crazy. And I had yeah, a feeling I, it would be up your alley, Dan. This is like now at the top of my bucket list. This sounds incredible. Did you I'm see an experience? There's no way. <laughs> Did you see their, their version of glamping? No. It's called Blink. And it's like set up the most over the top opulent glamping experience you want. Like there's this giant geodesic dome tent in the middle of a desert somewhere looks like that's cool so or like yeah this company is cool yeah it's very cool and i thought you would be down for the get lost adventure look holy holy we know it's on dan's bucket list now look at this dinner at the is that the grand canyon it looks like the grand canyon yeah it's literally at the like right at the (sighs) 
right on the rim. If you're into edging, right, <laughs> right there. The, the Grand Canyon is if where edging and rim jobs are your thing. You need a black tomato. Well, I sure am glad that my grandma and aunt have been sharing links to the show lately. <laughs> well, they should look up edging. Oh, they should, or not. maybe not. Maybe they I mean, should just glamping look up on the, edge. the Get Lost Adventure from Black Tomato. Well. Now for some, something completely different and far less incredible and amazing, to be honest. It's not very often that we get to share a story about a brand new theme park opening up in Florida. A but today, guys, theme park? what? Today is our lucky day because coming soon to Kissimmee. Oh, no, not Kissimmee. <laughs> in 2022, at the site of the former Jungle Land Zoo oh, no. is going to be the Crush Brow Beer Garden Park. Oh, wow. oh, hold up. Yes. Crush Brow. <laughs> yeah. This dude, he was in the army. He was deployed to Germany and uh, he came back. He fell in love with Germany. So he bought the seven acre, it, was, it, it used to be a jungle land zoo. Mm. And he has developed it into a family friendly German themed entertainment complex. Oh. Yeah. So there's going to be three areas there's an outdoor tented area known as the Festplatz which will host a German festivals, including Oktoberfest, the Weihnachten Christmas Festival, New Year's Festival called Sylvesterfest, Spring Festival is Rulingsfest. <laughs> I know, that one made me giggle earlier. And the Autumn Festival known as Herbstfest. Herpesfest. Oh my. Yeah. The second area will feature a, 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 a beer garden restaurant with authentic German food, as well as homemade and imported German beer. Mm, can we have Ooh. some schnitzel? Yeah, I hope so. Schnitzel with noodles. Mm. It's one of my favorite things. And then the other area, they're going to have more kind of like amusement park food, games, and animatronic animals from various countries. What? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so apparently there's a park somewhere else in Florida that is small themed experiences inside shipping containers. Oh, and I've he's not heard of that this concept. place. Wow, Florida has yeah. everything. And so he's going to have... He describes it as Epcot in shipping container buildings. He's got 13 <laughs> shipping conven shipping container venues that are going to open up, and everyone's going to be themed to a different country. And in that country, you'll be able to visit with animatronic animals from that land. This is a lot. Yeah, yeah it is. I feel like it's, it's going to give Disney a run for their money. It just might. <laughs> Epcot, watch out. He you probably has far fewer construction animals walls. in shipping containers. Yeah. And the good news is that the zoo is going to feel like it's a German zoo. He says, we're taking a zoo and putting a Bavarian front on it. It will look as huh. if you're in Bavaria. The animals will be drunk. Or I hope so. Just very The sad. animatronic animals will be. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the first phase is going to open... <laughs> Uh, the first phase will open this spring. Meanwhile, the complex is open Friday, Saturdays, and Sundays for festivals. No admission charge except for ticketed events such as concerts featuring popular bands or activities such as gingerbread decorating for the kids. We decided wow. to have something kids and their families would enjoy for a change because, you know, there's nothing like that in Florida. Right, yeah. there's nothing else near Kissimmee. <laughs> That's for kids and families. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then you can swing by... Gift shop while yes, you're there. We've been to <laughs> shop. Oh, yeah. Great. yeah. We need to visit there someday. Yeah, I'll take you next time we're down there. Is it time hey, for travel tweets, though? Scrum. It is indeed time to close out our news segment with some travel news. 
These travel tweets this week are uh, the theme for this week are very good travel tips that have been tweeted out by some. These people seem to be really seasoned travelers, I think. Let me know what you think. So the first one is from at Susan Orlean, and her tweet was another hard one travel tip. If you are wearing black pants, do not repeat. Do not let a donkey rub its itchy forehead on your thighs. Because haven't we all done that? Yeah. No? What, what color is the donkey? What if it's a black donkey? But, well, Why is she letting the donkey? Where did she find the donkey? I have so many questions. Is it donkey fur that she's concerned about? I or did the donkey rub a little too hard and something? I'm not sure. But uh, yeah, uh, why specifically a, a donkey? donkey? Why not just animals in general? Yeah, she's very specific about it being a donkey. You're gonna really <laughs> love this next one, then Dan from at boobs Radley. <laughs> Can I just appreciate the username <laughs> for a <laughs> Now I'm mad that I didn't get that handle. <laughs> PSA: Travel sized lube and travel sized hand sanitizer are virtually indistinguishable. You should know this before you offer either to strangers. Oh, dear. Ooh, but there's a good prank. Hell, that is a good prank. Yeah. Well, Jeff, you should so do that. Oily. Or you're using sanitizer when you want lube. Oh, ouch. ouch. That could sting. Yeah, but... But so sanitary. But I love the prank of but, putting a, a Purell label on a lube bottle and offering it to people. Yeah, I feel like that's you're gonna get more opportunities to offer that to a stranger you might, you know, uh, not than the other one care yeah. about offending, mm-hmm. you know, that's, the other way around. That's fair. <laughs> you get him home. Get him on the loop up. That's burning. I don't want to think about that one. Yeah. Then we have this one from at Hodgeman. Travel oh, yeah. advisory. If you're playing a ukulele in your hotel room in St. Paul at midnight. The hotel will send security to ask you to stop. What about a guitar? He doesn't say a guitar. It's just a ukulele. Just try to avoid the A. Sorry. Yes. I always have to remember that Jeff has the correct pronunciation from his time in the islands. That's right. And finally, from at Rob Hubel, (laughs) travel tip, don't lick everything. These are words we should all live by, probably. Yeah, that's not just for travel. Right. Maybe if more people would follow that advice, we wouldn't have to be uh, following these new testing protocols. Yeah, that's fair. How many of us have watched children licking like handrails and everything in a theme park? our first trip, literally first trip back to Universal after the shutdown of the pandemic, there were two kids just licking the handbar at the Hogwarts Express. There was a third kid with them who was picking his nose and smearing it on the handrails, and the other two kids were licking them off. It was Yeah. (laughs) Somebody got the wrong birdie box ever flavored bean and got a taste for the Gross. It was disgusting. Oh, now we're on a watch list again. Sorry, Dan. Jeff, that knocking you hear on your door right about now. <laughs> Licking things. We have any more good tips for us, uh, Heather? No, those, that's this week's tweets. Tune in next week for even more great tips. Oh, good. Don't lick everything. <laughs> Just remember that one. Sage advice. Yeah. Well, stick around because after the commercial break, 
We're talking about all the holiday wonder and cheer that you can find at Universal Orlando Resort. When it comes to planning your next adventure, knowledge and preparation are always key. That's why a call to your Key to the World Travel Vacation Planner should always be at the top of your to-do list when you feel the urge to venture forth and explore the world. Key to the World Travel is an authorized Disney vacation planner, specializing in travel to Disney theme parks around the world, as well as Disney Cruise Line, Alani, and Adventures by Disney. With over 450 travel advisors who share a deep love for Disney destinations, Key to the World Travel has a wealth of knowledge and passion to help you experience all the magic with none of the work. Wherever your wanderlust is driving you, Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency with the expertise to get you where you want to go. So whether you're headed to Universal Studios, Hawaii, Europe, or somewhere a little farther off the beaten track, your first step should always be to visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a no-obligation quote. Their expert travel planners are standing by to help you with every detail of your perfect vacation. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com or at Key to the World Travel on Facebook. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. Let's do a thought experiment. I need you guys to close your eyes and imagine a typical theme park. I was hoping for that. Imagine a typical theme park in Orlando. It's December and it's time to celebrate the holidays. What types of special events are going on? Delicious <laughs> foods and drinks? Holiday parades? Do you see amazing fireworks, stage shows, nighttime spectaculars, and even special holiday-themed character meet and greets? I like all of those. Yeah, so go ahead and open your eyes. And what did you see in your brain? It's beer garden. Did I get it right? Cushbrow's beer garden. Cushbrow. 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 Something like that. Yeah. Well, the good news is... I bet you thought we were thinking of Walt Disney World, didn't you, Dan? You're always thinking of Walt Disney World, you guys. I will say, when people think of the holidays at the theme parks, the castle lights and all that at Walt Disney World are what come to mind, but Mm -hmm. they're missing out. That's right. The the great news is that you can find all of those things and more. More! See what I did there? Just like that's what Christmas means to me. Anyway, at that there at Universal Orlando Resort. So let's dig in and see what's on offer this year. One of my favorite things um, I gotta say first is the story of behind the big huge Christmas tree in Universal Studios Park. Because we noticed uh, Jeff and I noticed a couple of years ago that we were standing taking pictures of the, their big Christmas tree, and, and it was, is huge. It's, it's very. And we spotted this animatronic squirrel <clears throat> that <laughs> kept popping out in the tree. And we were with, at the time, a friend of ours who worked for Universal Orlando Resort, who told us the story that this animatronic squirrel is in that tree every year. They move it to a different spot on the tree every year. And the reason that it's there is because... One year, an actual squirrel took up residence in their Christmas tree and chewed all the wiring up. (laughs) It kept happening. They kept repairing, and this thing was just wreaking havoc with this enormous 100-foot tree for the whole season. And then, so the following year, they put a fake squirrel in it, just as an homage to the real squirrel that was wreaking havoc on their tree. And I just 
I love that. So now that's one of my favorite things to do when I'm there at Christmas is go try to find the squirrel because he's mm-hmm. never in I, the same spot. Kind of I was wondering f- find the squirrel. That's right. <laughs> I was wondering why I kept on seeing this cartoon squirrel on all of their announcements. Yes. And he pops up everywhere. And I think that's so cool. <laughs> like, yeah. One other cool thing that I think, and I don't want to spin this positively. <laughs> When they decorate their parks and their resorts, it is decorated and decorated. It's and over the clap. top. Just everywhere. There's Christmas. And so here's the part that I forgot to bring this up last week with my trip report. I hadn't, I was a little bit disappointed at the Magic Kingdom that the only place you see Christmas decorations are on Main Street, USA. Mm-hmm. Then once you get past that castle, it's just business as normal past there. And there's a huge this year. And has it always been that way? I don't know, but it's like, especially when we were thinking like Heather and I were talking about like the difference between Disneyland's offerings and especially like Disneyland's Christmas party. And they've got different themed areas in each of their lands Mm -hmm. that fit with the lands. It wouldn't be that hard, especially with how good they are at coming up with this super over the top, Mm -hmm. emotionally manipulative holiday decorations to have appropriately themed decorations throughout the parks like universal does it's amazing it, i'm looking it at really it really is in the magic kingdom it's it always really sticks to main street yeah. usa and the hub it doesn't really carry over into the rest of the park and it would be cool to see that sort of retro future vibe stuff Really iridescent mm-hmm. and crazy looking like the new paint job in Tomorrowland if they had mm-hmm. Christmas decorations that were themed to yeah. that, I guess. I never... Yeah, like aluminum Christmas trees or like those mm-hmm. 60s tinsel weird because it, trees, you know. At Hollywood Studios, it there, it's all over the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, up until you get back into the more fantastic areas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The whole part that's actually realistic. Well, even Toy Story yeah, Land is fully Christmas. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, all the time. And, and back in the beginning of the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, they didn't decorate for Christmas, and it always bugged no. me that it. Yeah, because they had the Yule Ball and everything in, in the, the yeah, movies. When they finally got on board with that, and I don't know if they if it took a while to get J.K. Rowling to okay it, mm, maybe. Rowling. Yeah, but it's it is spectacular back there now i mean especially in islands of adventure because yes. it's already snow-capped and everything in, in mm-hmm. hogsmeade so it's just made for that so every yeah. little if you look at the every little arch those really pitched triangular roofs are covered with lights and garlands and it's so pretty so especially go and visit there at night because that's when you get all of the Really, all of the I'm seldom in the wizarding world at night anyway, but man, is it beautiful when your hogs meet at night is awesome. And they have a special Christmas show on the on the castle projection show. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, I was looking at pictures of that. That looks beautiful. And, you know, there's a themed Christmas tree for each. Not each, but for many of the attractions somewhere near the attractions. And they might just be tucked away, but. There's a Jurassic Park tree and a Men in Black tree. Yeah, It'd be cool and if I, the Jurassic Park tree, like the other tree, has the hidden squirrel. This one had a hidden dead lawyer on the toilet. Nothing says holiday cheer <laughs> like a dead lawyer <laughs> like on a the toilet. Like a lawyer still on the job. <laughs> I don't know if this is relatively new. I don't really remember hearing about this spot before maybe the past year or so. This tribute store 
that they that they have and this looks amazing it's like a mini theme park in a store in itself it's like you go through and each room is themed to different characters and has holiday merchandise and snacks and stuff themed yes. to that's, the that's Grinch relatively new they change out the, yeah they okay they change out the theme of that tribute store yeah, the tribute yep, I know store, i think just started when halloween horror nights didn't happen so they okay, yeah, turned yeah. it to the halloween horror nights tribute store in 2020 then this year it was also the tribute store from past halloween horror nights mm-hmm. but i think this may be the first year they did the Christmas thing in there. I mm-hmm. think so. Yeah, I know they did the Velocicoaster tribute in the summer mm-hmm. when that opened. And yeah, for Christmas, it looks incredible. There's a Harry Potter room. and Yes, and that's where we can learn a little bit more about his name. Earl the Squirrel. Is Earl the Squirrel, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. See what he's up to in a delightfully nut-scented room. <laughs> nut-scented room. <laughs> Someone needs to take a shower. Yuck. <laughs> it smells like a karate dojo. Yuck. Let's see. <laughs> to be more specific, the room is where you find the treats like whoopie pies, gingerbread cookies, and fresh roasted nuts. Yeah. I'm suspecting it's like those almonds that are coated in... Oh, I love that. Candy oh, nuts. dear Lord. Nuts uh, mine, you know, like in the cartoon when the pie's sitting on the shelf and the scent wafts out and it does like yes. the yeah. come here fingers and, and then the guy floats... That's what those yeah. That's, that's what, what those nuts, nuts do, do to, to me. That's how he reacts to the smell of nuts. <laughs> you should head to you should <laughs> the head cinnamon to almonds. Woodland Mall right now, Dan. They have those fresh oh, yeah. roasted nuts in the middle of the mall. <clears throat> yeah. Well, uh, Bucky's stores also are constantly roasting fresh nuts and candy oh, and yummy. all different sorts of nuts in there. That smells amazing. Yeah, nothing like a good set of nuts. <laughs> oh, there's a, the Harry well, Potter section. You can purchase your own Yule Ball garb. Very nice. You log and ball. <laughs> Let's see. Let's, speaking of their holiday tree hunt, I like that it's in the parks oh, yeah. instead of being at mm-hmm. Disney Springs. Because right. the why would they do theirs at Disney Springs? Right. <laughs> well, you know they could have yeah, put it at City Walk. You know what I mean? Disney has a similar thing with cool themed Christmas trees, but they're all just shoved into one little section at yep. Disney Springs. Yeah, Universal, there's 15 trees, and they're scattered throughout City Walk and both parks, so it's more of a scavenger hunt. Mm-hmm. I love that. And you can purchase a holiday tree hunt brochure in the parks, and then you can get them, get it stamped at every spot that you see a tree. And do you want and if I get all the stamps, do they in? let me buy a prize? Yeah, probably. <laughs> That's my fav- one of my favorite innovations in the theme parks. Uh, yes, you. if you get all of it stamped, you get a special holiday ornament. Ooh. For $25. Purchase just, with purchase. It's $10 for the thing, and then you get the oh. ornament for free. But that's so I'm glad to see this year, too, they had the Mannheim Steamroller concert series is back, which is most definitely not my jam. Not mine my, either. But... I grew up with my stepmother. May she rest in peace. She loved Mannheim Steamroller. It's just the cheesiest music. But they're huge. They're hugely popular. And uh, uh, You know, they are. I love them. I can't help it. I don't know why my dad loved them. And mm-hmm. so I think it's just one of those. It's the sound of Christmas. And yep. their version of Good King Wenceslas gets me every time. <laughs> I don't. Rock and em. here's why. Back in college, I worked in the mall. And the store that I managed in the mall, we were required to play. Let's be real. This was a Hooters. It was not a Hooters. It was a Laura Ashley. Thank you very much. You're welcome. We were required to play I holiday music. No. 
but all of our holiday CDs, someone kept stealing them. So we had only two. Yeah. Mannheim Steamroller and Harry Connick Jr. And that's what I had to listen to on repeat from the beginning of November to the beginning of January. And I cannot stand them. But... Well, I know a lot of people a really fan. like them, and I love that, that. I've always loved their concerts right there. Yeah, they've got four dates. Unfortunately, we're missing most of them. The 4th, the 5th, the 11th, and the 12th at 7 p.m. at the Music Plaza stage. Oh, you can still make it to the 11th and the 12th by the time this podcast airs. Do you know who Mannheim Steamroller is? I don't. So it's uh, a composer, Chip Davis. He, before starting Mannheim Steamroller... Went by the fake name of C.W. McCall, and he did the song Convoy. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I did That breaker one nighter. We right. got ourselves. Uh-huh. That was him with a <laughs> vocal distortion thing. I had no idea. Playing the part of an old trucker. Huh. That's fascinating. <laughs> yeah. Fun facts. Like Jeff. Yeah. Those are good. With Jeff. Facts with Jeff. <laughs> We'll put some music behind it. It'll be a real bop, as the kids <laughs> that say. Will slap. Some of my favorite decorations at Universal at Christmas are back in the Dr. Seuss area because they're wacky and Seussy and it's Grinchmas. That whole area is just really cool anyway because there's no straight lines and it's just all wacky. And the Christmas decorations are no exception. They're all weird as hell. They really are. Which is perfect. And the Grinch, man, that's like the hottest character meet and greet in Orlando right now. So good. Yeah, he's just the Grinch, man. <laughs> I wound up on Grinch TikTok recently. <laughs> Somehow it was just, he kept coming up in my feed where everybody was having these awesome interactions with him at Universal. He, he looks amazing. That's so funny. He's always a ton of fun. And yeah, he'll come up you... and mess with you while you're talking to the cat in the hat or whoever. He'll come up and, what are you doing over here? I'm talking to him. It's so good. <laughs> the great news is last year, the Grinchmas. Hula Day Spectacular was not on offer because of COVID, but it is back this year. Universal does live entertainment really well, and yeah. they have great wacky characters. And it's, I think it's about, isn't it about a 30, 40 minute show, something like that? And mm-hmm. it's held back in the space that Blue Man Group used to be in. Yep. Aww. In the Blue Man Theater. Now it's the Green Man Show yes. instead of the Blue Man Show. Uh, but uh, it and that's, has Max, a, a real live dog performer. I bet you he's a good boy. I bet he is. He's a good boy. Yes, oh, he's a good doggo. <laughs> yeah. And that's another thing, too, just looking at pictures, obviously. I've never actually been to Universal for Christmas. I need oh, to start sad. visiting theme parks more often. But it looks like it's there's expensive. characters. That is true. It looks like there's like, you know, just like they have their kind of streetmosphere characters wandering around in the regular seasons. Mm-hmm. It looks like there's characters all over the place. I all see who's on stilts. I see Radio City Rocket in Tin Soldiers, and I see robots. Yeah, they do all kinds of fun stuff like that, and they always did. Like Universal has tons of like the little Maryland pop-up show and all different things and rocket style dancers. Their live streetmosphere, live entertainers are so good. Even yes. not during the Christmas season. Uh, we were just there right. this summer and had we were there for one day and had amazing interactions with some of my favorites are always with Shrek and Donkey. Doesn't love a yeah. donkey show. Uh, I guess that's going away with the Shrek well, show. Leaving, for, the Shrek show is going away, but they are keeping Shrek and Donkey because oh, that's good. super popular. The Blues Brothers, 
Doc Brown was <laughs> wandering around. Show. It's all so they the shrunken head on the night bus back by the entrance to Diagon Alley. It's they really do live. Well, they've got the frog well. singers and yep. Hogsmeade, and I like that show they do on the stairs in Diagon Alley, and they do a special Christmas version of that with the ladies that sing. And I can't remember who Celestina Warbeck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Yes, straight it's from always the pages. Be a flubber bottom or <laughs> <Yes>. something. <laughs> yeah. Straight from the pages of the books. Yes, Celestina Warbeck and the Banshees get in the holiday spirit with a special show. Four original songs, including "My Baby Gave Me a Hippogriff for Christmas." <laughs> that sounds like a personal problem. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, That's an episode of Mori Povich. Uh, so we've got the spectacular decorations. We've got some of those live entertainers. We've got. I think we mentioned the parades. They do a heck of a parade their there, don't parade they? Parade is great. Have you ever? Yeah, just their normal daytime parades are super fun, but during Christmas, of course, the Macy's Day, Macy's. Yeah, it's, what is it? The Thanksgiving Extravaganza Parade featuring Macy's or whatever they call something it. Yeah, like it's, that. It's, but they have it's Thanksgiving every night. They have some yeah. of the actual balloons from the Macy's parade. Yeah, seeing those cool. up close and personal is pretty over the top. It's very cool. And in the wintertime, hot butter beer is available back there hot in the world. Hot butter beer. That's my favorite iteration. Another great thing I love about Universal at Christmas is they have kind of a European-style Christmas market in City Walk. So they have all these oh, little cool. booths that will do stuff, you know, handmade crafts and caricatures that- and, you know, personalized ornaments. Is that the Mistletoe Pines That's correct. Village? The Mistletoe Pines Village. Mm, candy cane fudge and a cup of delicious nutty nog. Mm. I could go for some nutty nog. Nutty nog. <laughs> Take me a minute, but I can make you some. Ew. <laughs> no, thank you. It's oh. ready. Gross. <laughs> so gross. <laughs> I also. And you could get hot butter beer and hot chocolate. They have. They've gotten on that hot chocolate bomb trend oh yeah this is all the rage where you buy this giant ball and drop it into steaming hot milk and it turns really? it melts I'm not aware it, of this trend no it's all the rage everywhere we've i see the listings in like our neighborhood facebook groups of ladies who will make you hot chocolate bombs if you've got a local cookie lady, yes. she probably also makes hot chocolate bombs. Yes. Kendra made them last year. They're fun. Yeah, the kids liked it them. It looks like it's like a baseball sized chocolate and you drop it in hot milk and it melts and You know that chocolate hmm. sphere at Monsieur Paul or not what's the fancy French restaurant at Epcot? Is that Monsieur Monsieur Paul, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That fancy chocolate sphere that they like melt yeah. or oh, break. Oh yes. It's like that, but it's got hot cocoa mix and like marshmallows in the middle of it. Hmm. And drop it in your hot milk and it it's fun. I also see a picture that really has caught my attention. It's a cup made out of a chocolate chip yes. cookie. Yeah, that's what I'm looking at, too. <laughs> I'm looking at that, too. I really want that chocolate chip cookie you cup. I feel like that milk is going to leak, but yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Well, you get, I mean, you get the little carton of milk like you used to get in elementary school, and you pour it in your cookie cup. Yeah, and you've got a straw. It comes with a straw that cookies all, and cream, cookies and cream flavored milk oh yeah Yeah. i'm going there now oh they also at that same booth where you can get that which is back in at either production central food truck or back in san francisco they have a holiday leftover sandwich it's artisan cranberry bread filled with turkey and brie Mm. oh yeah whoever brie leftover (laughs) 
I know what I'm making for a midnight snack as soon as we're done recording. And it's going to be a leftover sandwich because I got a little bit of turkey, a little yeah. bit of stuffing. Well, some of that delicious mm, that's stuffing. That's good if you that have a, Do you have a press? Ooh. I, I've got a waffle iron. There you go. Yeah. Oh, dude. Ooh, and I don't need the bread. I can just use the stuffing for the bread. Make, yeah, yes, just press it all together in your waffle it. iron. Bruh. We We finished up all of our leftovers days ago. Aiden was eating them for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah. Like, what you have? I've got a lot of... A bowl of Thanksgiving? <laughs> it's the most wonderful time of the year. It, it really, really is. It really is. Yeah. The resorts look beautiful, too, they with their really trees. Do. The hotels are all dressed up. And the other one I've actually seen in person at Christmas time is the Cabana Bay Beach. And it's uh, very, that kitschy 50s, 60s yeah. vibe. I so love cool. it. It's, that is the, is another one that has inspired me to want a funky colored metallic. The silver Christmas tree yes, or something. Yes, either silver or I would love a teal Christmas tree. I have a teeny tiny teal one back in my office. Oh, I love I it. I think you can get them at Hobby Lobby. I, yeah. I, that would, that needs to go in my, I have a little mid-century modern vibe going in my living room and that needs to happen. And it's yeah. funny because I remember thinking those were so corny and cheesy looking, you know, 20, 30 yeah. years ago and liking the classic red and green Christmas my tree. Grandparents lights, but had a silver one. It was like a whitish, very light silver metallic. Yeah, it's a- and it was on a turnstile, and it had a light that had, it a, had turning, a light with the gels. The, the light itself had three different colored gels, so it would go from blue to red to green. Oh, and while wow. this thing rotated, my granddad, anything that was like technology, he loved. That's a special kind of that's a, mid-century that's classy. That oh just yes, are. they were. He grew up so poor, and when he got a little bit of money, he had no taste, and it was awesome. <laughs> I love that. The shaggiest that's, shag carpets and the oh, biggest yeah. butterfly collars on his shirts. And <laughs> oh, that's so amazing. much polyester. That's the way to live. Uh, you know what? I haven't seen decorated for Christmas is Sapphire Falls. I'd love to go and and check them all out. I'm actually going to be oh. in town. Christmas week this year, so I may have to go do a little visit to all of the Universal. Yeah, hop over resorts. there, see what the resorts mm-hmm. look like. Yeah. Well, and here's the other. While we're talking about it, here's a great thing about the holidays at Universal. All of this stuff that we've been talking about: daytime, nighttime, all of the nighttime parade, all of the special shows and stuff. It doesn't cost you an extra dime. <laughs> yeah. Now the cookie cup full of. Yum, yum. That well, is well, sure. Yeah, but like Obviously. the parades and everything else, they don't yeah. have a special. There's not a separate party. Ticket. This yeah. is all you can celebrate Christmas every day. And you just need a park to park ticket and you can see all of it. Mm. And you could hop on the boats in CityWalk to go check out the decorations at most of the resorts just via the water yeah. taxi. CityWalk itself is nicely done. Mm-hmm. It's a very walkable and sort of compact experience that I, I really love. Yeah. Hard Rock is very cool, decorated for Christmas. It's a little bit edgy. Yeah, they're huge Christmas. I have seen that one. Their Christmas tree is really cool. It's got little miniature records and, and CDs like and gold and- things and gramophones and all kinds of cool rock and roll kind of stuff on the mm-hmm. tree. It's red. It's red, then. And each of the resorts, the Christmas decorations are themed to that resort and they fit well. Royal yeah. Pacific is kind of south pacific vibe yeah there's probably a lot of frogs on their trees yes 
They love a frog over there. What's going on? Yes. Yeah, they do. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I, I got to go check out where else I can see Earl the Squirrel. Because how fun is that? I'm more interested in that weird robot that's wandering around the park. Yes, that is also true. <laughs> yeah. But really, you got to stay in Hogsmeade at night for that projection show on... I had never seen the normal projection show till when were we there? This summer. It was amazing. Velocicoaster. When we went to oh, see the Velocicoaster opening, yeah. That show is amazing. And they throw in some pyrotechnics for Christmas time. There's some fireworks involved. Oh, it was when we were there for Travelator's Edge. Oh, oh. yes, that's right. Because we had there. I've never been in a Universal theme park after dark. Every time I've been there, it's been parks close early well, well i yeah, take it back they do close uh, except early for there. halloween horror nights i was there for halloween horror nights but other than that because of the parks closing so early due to yeah, in the, the summertime they're on. closed before it's dark yeah so they close early because they can... want you in they want to drive you into city walk to enjoy the nighttime entertainment there mm-hmm. which they do have great evening entertainment at city walk yeah. yeah, there's always some kind of band or bands playing or DJ or something you, going they've on. They've got that live band karaoke. That's fun. Oh, yeah. I got to check out Mistletoe Pines Christmas Market, too. That's, That's better than the original Cameltoe Pines. Nutty Nog. <laughs> yeah. You will, we'll make sure that you do a trip report and you can tell us all about the Nutty Nog next yeah. time. <laughs> the well, Naughty Nutty Nog. They also Ooh. have a very cool New Year's Eve party that happens at City Walk. When is that? It happens on New Year's Eve. <laughs> That's on December 31st. Oh, it's wondering. The, on the eve of the New Year. As yes. Say. And actually, all yeah. of the resorts have, each resort has their own New Year's Eve, either meal or party or some something that happens on that day, which is pretty cool. There's an event called the New Year's Eve Spectacular at Cabana Bay, and it's just for Cabana Bay guests and they have like a dj that will be playing all night and a balloon artist and a face paint portofino and hard rock also have their own parties just for their guests which is pretty cool and that's like disney world doesn't ever really do that much of a big thing for new year's eve they have special fireworks that they mean they have in the past they didn't last year but not really like a full-on rocking new year's eve type party <laughs> Not since they closed Pleasure Island and it was New Year's Eve every night. Yes. I think they got tired of New Year's Eve. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, the one thing at Universal that is a separate ticketed event is City Walk's New Year's Eve party. It's only for people twenty one and older and it's you do need a ticket. But it, it Yeah, I've heard the, that's a good time too. Yeah, and it includes unlimited food and a champagne toast. So that's kinda cool. Dang. Yeah. It should be a food toast and unlimited champagne. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> unlimited cuisine, access to all five clubs and an outdoor dance floor, one drink ticket and one glass of champagne. So, so all the food you can eat and two drinks and then the rest of them you pay for. That's so there's no cover at the clubs. That's still a good Which deal though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. Not too shabby. Well, it sounds like Universal should be on everybody's wish list for Christmas time. Yeah, and fun tip, you can still get into Universal for Christmas and New Year's Eve right now, whereas the park down the street is mostly sold out of park reservations for that whole week. But Shotzi's yes. Beer Garden? Yes, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> Cru- Crush? Crushbrow. Crushbrow, there it Crushbrow. is. Crushbrow. 
Well, thanks for hanging out with us again this week. If you're excited to experience the holidays at Universal Orlando Resort or explore anywhere else around the world, Key to the World Travel has Earl the Squirrel's nutty nut barn full of travel advisors ready to make your vacation dreams a reality. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com to get started with a no-obligation quote. Don't forget to catch up with our friend, the Theme Park Professor. For all the latest theme park news and tips, at www.themeparkprofessor.com. Word of mouth is the best way to help us grow our show. If you have a friend or two who you think would appreciate our special brand of globe-trotting jackassery, tell them what makes our show so great and send them our way. You can find links to subscribe to the show on your favorite apps and all the latest updates at www.globekeyadventures.com. We can't wait to hang out with you again next week, and we'll see you real soon. Bye, y'all. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. To ask a question or share your travel story, you can reach us by smoke signal, carrier pigeon, or send an email to goldkeyadventurers at gmail.com. And make sure you follow the Gold Key Adventure Society on Facebook and Instagram. A huge thanks to our sponsor, Key to the World Travel. For all your travel planning needs, visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a free quote and help planning the trip of a lifetime. Tell them the Gold Key Adventurers sent you. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. Thanks to Outer Vibe for the use of their song, Hoka Hey, for the intro and outro of our show. Find them on Facebook at The Outer Vibe or check out www.outervibe.com for tour dates, music, merch, and more. We'll see you next week for another meeting of the Gold Key Adventurers Society. And until then, remember, life is short and the world is wide. So go have an adventure.